In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hi, guys. This is Aileen. I'm just jumping on early before we start the episode to share that we recorded this episode shortly before the news broke of the tragic deaths of the five people on board of the Titan submarine. So we get into all of the information about the submarine in this episode, which you'll hear, but we didn't hear the news yet. So I think you'll hear that while listening. But the most updated news is that according to the latest reports, the debris found on the ocean floor about 1,600 feet from the bow of the Titanic was consistent with catastrophic loss of the pressure chamber in the submersible, ending the days-long search for the missing sub. So again, everything that we talk about is slightly outdated, so please keep that in mind, and our condolences to everybody involved, especially the families. Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Jordana Abraham, Sammy Sage, and me, Aileen Drexler. We talk about it all from the latest celeb drama to the best movies to TV shows that we're so obsessed with right now. We share all of our thoughts, even the unpopular ones. Welcome to our pop culture group chat. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello and welcome back to the Adventures podcast. I'm Aileen. I'm Sammy. And Jordana is out today because she is at UUP in Boston, which is tonight. And then tomorrow night, she will be in New York for you up live and we will be there. Are you very As excited? Will we? Yes. We have our, our dinner reservation ready to go. <laughs> Pre-dinner reservation. Our pre pre-show res ready. And we're I'm excited. I'm excited to see this show. It's been a while. I'm very excited. If you're coming, please come say hi to us. We are just we're very, we're very excited about all the things. Also want to um, thank the reviewers on behalf of Jordana who support oh. her, who wrote that they support her personality. I thought that was extra funny. And um, I really want to say thank you. <laughs> Honestly, like I love when the reviewers reference an inside joke from the uh-huh. show, something we said. Nothing makes me as happy. It's not even about like the the number. It's not about the number. It's not about the grades, Aileen. It's not about the pasta. No, it's not about the pasta, but I do love when a review references a joke. I don't know. I just really feel grateful that people like take the time to comment like their thoughts. I appreciate that. Yeah, same when they're nice. Um, okay, <laughs> what's going on? I think we obviously have to talk about the Titanic sublots. Literally, it's the only thing people are talking about this whole week. The streets are abuzz with the Titanic. It's like 1912 all over again. Oh my God, it's wild. I would say I'm about 5,000 feet down, which is not even halfway. Okay, I'm deep, but I know that there are people who are probably way deeper, unless they're just reading the same things over and over, because that's my issue is finding like new new information. Like, okay, I've now watched the CEO guy talk about the bathroom inside the sub. So what's the bathroom? It's just like this tiny little bathroom and the only window in the submarine is next to the toilet. It's like they all have to sit. It's very small. So all of them have to sit like cross-legged in a circle the whole time. 
Oh my God. It's probably like really fucking depressing though. Like I, I just, I, the, the, the part that makes me really the, the sad sun. is the, the sun because yes. you know, he's 19 and that part really, really hurts. I, I can't think I can't think about that for too long. I know. I can't think too deeply about what they are really they are really doing, which is why I'm sort of intellectualizing it through this yeah. like, imaginary thing that I'm making up. I know what you mean. And like, okay, how do we know that they even how do we know that it didn't implode? Like, right. okay, that's another thing is that, okay, it's really, really sad and terrifying and sort of just a human nightmare. But at the same time, there's all, all this reporting that basically like this is a very unregulated industry because it's like international waters. It's not like any country has a claim over it. So all of these like maritime experts and scientists had warned that the way that this CEO and this guy who is the captain of the ship, which is just like also the yeah. fact that it's called Ocean Gate. Like Watergate, it's so funny. Yeah, they chose the wrong name. Who wrote this? Who? It's like it doesn't even feel real. I can't like something about it feels so uncanny. But they they knew that this wasn't safe before. Like this isn't the first time too. Yeah, but okay, so you survived it the first time, but there was. I just mean that like it's gone before. So if I was like, if the passengers. It's not like it was their first time, but they do have to sign waivers that are basically no, was, saying that they are it was you know, their, risking their whole lives. Right. It was their first time. The yeah. Passengers. Yeah. They paid two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to go each. each. And but the company had like a whistleblower lawsuit in twenty eighteen where he says that like he was the director of of um maritime operations and he had said like this is not safe, it's not pressure tested. That same year, all of these experts in the fields of like deep sea exploration wrote the CEO a letter being like, this is not safe. Like you need to be following like standards for the industry. And he just wasn't like, if you look at the footage of like a journalist from a few years ago who went to like, go see the, see like the, the Marine, the, the, the submersible and the, the CEO slash captain guy, like he, <laughs> he he bought like a PlayStation controller and like uses that to steer I the know. whole thing. And it's like you're 12,000 feet under the sea. What is going on? I know. I don't know. It's the, the I was reading that it was like there's like three possibilities of like what could have happened. What what where this boat is. Boat, what were the three possibilities you read? Um, one is that they've like floated in up into the ocean. They just can't because you can't get out right. From they the bolted inside. it from the outside from the, from the inside. Like you can't come out right because it's because <clears throat> it's bolted from the outside. Right, right, right. You're right. So they could be floating, which most likely is not true because they've been looking everywhere. Right. Alternatively, and either way, they wouldn't have enough air because they can't get out of it. Well, yeah. Alternative, right. As of right now, also, they've run out of air. This is what's been reported. As of right now, as we are recording. Assuming all five people have been alive, alive the whole time. Yes, right. Two is that they've imploded because it just, you know, the, the pressure, pressure testing that they were talking the about. The pressure and how deep they are, all of that. Three is that they have gotten stuck in the Titanic. Oh, I heard that one too. Yeah. Th- that was one of them that it could be stuck in the Titanic. 
and that they can't get out of it. I mean, this was the plot of Titanic. What I don't get (laughs) is like, it's steering, right? Like, can it not go up? Well, who knows if their system is still, that's the question. Like, who knows if the system is still working? Also, another thing that I had read was that they didn't have some sort of like flotation device on the outside that they would have been able that like other that standards would have dictated they would have been able to use in an emergency. Like there were all these. It was not a professional thing. It's like if you built a submarine in your backyard, but like a little bit better. (laughs) And and started charging people a quarter of a million dollars for a quick joyride to the titanic (laughs) right again this this is why is this not literally like the spiritual plot of titanic like you have a bunch of very wealthy people it just reminds me of triangle of sadness like for sure it oh it literally is it is triangle of sadness but also the the whole thing in titanic was that they thought it was unsinkable we're gonna be fine we don't Uh need to have enough lifeboats we don't need to have all the safety standards Uh and then that like that hubris coming right and there's the really rich people right i mean it's it's wild also also wait wait wait. the ceo captain his wife (laughs) apparently her great great grandparents were on the the actual Titanic. They were the Strausses who founded Macy's, and they were the couple that was seen in the movie, like lying in bed at the end when all the water's coming in. Devastating! Oh, what a horrible way to die. Well, they 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 didn't go like they they couldn't leave together, and they were like, "All right, we're just gonna stay." Yeah, I, I mean, mean, the whole thing is wild. Kate Winslet. Also, the people, <laughs> the people <laughs> in it that are the passengers are also very interesting. Like, like all of their, the past, like yeah. one guy he carries like Guinness world records for deep sea expeditions. He's a billionaire who billionaire who does this for like fun. Went to space with Bezos. Yeah. He clearly has a Wild. need for adrenaline. Another man who is a dive expert. Like, yes. Interesting. A French like, dive expert. Is that the, the French guy? Yeah, right? the French guy. Obviously, the CEO. Um, the French guy had been man. there already. Right. He's been, he's done several Titanic expeditions. And then, then you have this like businessman who's very, who's rich and his son who's 19. And that part is the saddest to me because it just sounds fucking awful. If you're looking for simple but quality products for your five-minute makeup routine or want full-face glam that'll stun on a night out, Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards. It's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. My long-standing favorite, as you already know, is their mascara, but my favorite thing about Thrive is that they also support communities that we care about and do their best to give back. And while you know how much I love their mascara, right now I am loving their new Brilliant Eye Brightener. It is a highlighter stick made to brighten and open up your eyes, giving you an instant eye lift. 
You just apply it to the inner corner of your eyes to look rested and effortless. You can also use it as an eyeshadow for a perfect daytime glow or use the metallic shades for an easy smoky eye. It goes on very easily, making it easy to blend any of the 16 shades. Perfect for a five minute makeup or a full face glam. Spring is a great time to refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. And right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash betches. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash Betches for 10% off your first order. And then on top of all of this that's in the news, because nobody can stop like talking about anything or digging up more information, the stepson of the billionaire, the British billionaire, not the, not the other guy who's there with his son, his stepson... The was, guy who has a lot of records for deep sea expeditions. Expeditions, yeah. It was at a Blink-182 concert <laughs> the other night. And he said then, he went to cope. He, yeah, he said he went to cope. And then on for, further, Cardi B has now entered the chat and um, started like calling him trash and saying that he's like, why is he at this concert? And now he's tweeting back at her. And so now there's like an online feud between this stepson of this British billionaire and Cardi B. This kid's going to end up on like the next season of Stars on Mars. Or I just don't understand. Well, also, he w- he um, <sighs> tweeted at a an OnlyFans model. Yeah, that, that too. And, the, and, and then when people kind of called him out for that. He was like, we have, we tweeted each other. We have like a playful banter. Yeah. Um, is this the same concert? Is this the same concert where Kourtney Kardashian has revealed, announced her pregnancy? No, no, no. That, I think that was before that. But Blink-182 is having like such a week. I mean, they're having such a moment. Who would think Blink-182 and the Titanic is all Come back. coming back. Apparently everybody's I, rewatching Titanic documentary. I rewatched it. I rewatched Titanic. Oh, you watched the movie, but like di- the documentary. I wasn't like fully watching. Yeah, I, I went through that phase when I was like 11. I don't need to do that right now. Um, <laughs> There's more. There's more. I'm There's- sure. I, look, I get it. Like, I, here's the other thing. I'm like, okay, I get that you're like going for science or whatever. I'm like, can you tell me what you're learning? Because they're like, we learned right. so much. It's like, what did you learn? What like, did you learn right. that you didn't know before? Like the Just thing give me is, one fact. You can't like really even see that well out of this like ship. It's like a tiny right. little window. Go do some VR. And and you're like, this is what we were texting about. It's like they're seeking a thrill. But the thrill though, like, first of all, it's a ship. But there are many, many dead people. Like people who died on this ship. So like your thrill is to like descend and risk your life and and in one case, your child's life, to go so far in the ocean to visit a gra- this grave site that yeah. should just stay there. Like, if you're so curious, like, go watch the documentary. You can watch it through a larger screen in the comfort of your own home. There's a good one on Disney right now. Like, go do that. Like, and now you have everybody talking about this a lot of people online are concerned with the cost of this like recovery search mission and who's paying for it. A lot of people are right like, because governments are now paying for it unnecessary. And it's, like, and it's like, why should the government pay for that? I get that the government is the only one who has the capability, but like this billionaire, but then it's like, if he 
perishes, what do you do? But they're not going to not look for him. Then again, they wouldn't. There's so many people in this world who nobody would look for. There's so many people in this world who no one looks for them. There's no huge search and rescue mission for lots of people, random people, you know, who aren't white women pretty much. I mean, it's mm. honestly like no women I, on this boat. Nope. Just like leave your son out of it. Like let him also, stay like, home. Like, maybe he wanted to go. I don't care. Like it's very it, dangerous. Don't give a fuck. Stay home. Don't say yes. Like right. stay home. Don't pay $250,000 for him. Like, to me, that's so fucking irresponsible and fucked up. I mean, up. I just think- I'm just, I just upset think it's about pretty, that. I, I mean, I completely agree. I just think it's like, yeah, and they and they all signed things knowing that it was- mm-hmm. If they did their research on OceanGate, they could find all this information. I'm sure they ignored it. That's why I said the fact that it's already gone on like three trips or two other trips before that. So maybe they were like, oh, it's already gone. Like, what are the, yeah, of course, we always have to sign like death waivers. Like when you go skydiving, you have to sign something like that. Right, well, I don't go skydiving, so. Well, neither do I, but that's a different, that's different. Like, I get my thrills from like a new habit. You know, like rewatching Mad Men. (laughs) Yeah. What what interesting nuggets can I find this time? Right, right, right. You're watching the same show. Like watching know. Brian Cranston just redo Ariana's like monologue. Right, from right. Looking, looking for clues in season five of Vanderpump. <laughs> yeah, that's again. my thrill. That's my thrill. But again, no, like, but in, in terms of like even like fancy stuff, like, okay, going to a nice restaurant. You know what I mean? It's buying like, something that's a little too expensive. That doesn't right. require you to go 900 right. nautical miles east of Cape Cod, Massachusetts. <laughs> right. Literally... It's like where, it, to me, it's just like, wouldn't you have learned from the first human encounter with the Titanic? Like, that is literally the whole lesson. Like, you're obsessed with this thing, but you're missing the major overarching lesson. The sea is just too powerful for us. And I think that people should stay where they fucking belong. Do you think they're going to find it? Uh, I think eventually they'll find something, but I don't think that the people will be alive. Yeah. That's my prediction. I mean, right now, as of this recording, I am watching on the television on silent, obviously. Yeah. Debris was found within the search area. Didn't they hear some noises too? Yeah. They heard what they thought were banging noises. And someone suggested that it was because like the, like the international distress signal is to do banging, to do noises like timed every 30 minutes. So they said that they thought that it was timed that way. Um, But then again, there's so much misinformation. Like if you go on the Twitter hashtag, there's like a thousand bots saying like, my father, the captain of the Navy ship said that they've been found. No, not joking. Go look, go look on it. It's like, it's- Wait, are you quoting Clueless as a joke? No, it literally says my father is- my father, the captain of the Navy ship. There's like thousands of bots saying this on the hashtag. So, oh my God. but it's everyone know. Like, I guess probably people know that's not real, but I don't know. It's hard to. I'm trying to only quote things that I've, as fact, that I've read in news articles, mm-hmm. and anything that I say, like people are saying, that's something I've read speculation about. Right, right, right. Ugh, Twitter. I woke up in the middle of the night and I just like went on oh, Twitter. Oh, damn. The, I should have been texting you. I was up f- till four. <laughs> I went back to sleep, but I woke up in the middle of the night and I don't know why I opened fucking Twitter. Like, oh, because you sent me something on Twitter. 
<laughs> and I, because I don't go on Twitter anymore. It's just like Elon Musk. And I just, it's all fucking Elon Musk. And it's just Elon Musk over and over again. That's because you don't go on Twitter that much. Shit. If you go and on then, more, like, it's not as fucking much. Fucking Robert Kennedy Jr. And it's just like all of that shit all on Twitter. I was like, I need to get off of this. There have been times when I realized I shouldn't have trusted my gut, like watching that extra show when I know I really should go to sleep because I have to wake up early or buying that pair of shoes that I really don't need. Probiotics can help with most of your gut decisions, but if your gut needs a little support, Ritual has your back. I love Ritual. I used to take Ritual's prenatals. It made me feel so strong and healthy during my pregnancy. My nails were so strong. My hair was great. I just really love the brand. Their three-in-one supplement includes a prebiotic, probiotic, and postbiotic with two of the world's most clinically studied probiotic strains Postbiotics provide fuel to the cells that make up the gut lining to support a healthy gut barrier. Ritual's delayed release capsules are designed to help survive the harsh conditions of the upper GI tract. It's an all-in-one minty capsule and there's no refrigeration needed. And Ritual uses scientific tools to select lower carbon packaging, prioritizing sustainability sourced ingredients, and set ambitious climate goals. There's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for for a limited time at ritual.com slash betches. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash betches for 25% off. Well, let's move on from Ocean Gate because I think there'll be more news that comes out. And um, I just want to say about Elon Musk, have you heard the story that Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg have like, are going to have like a duel? <laughs> You know, let's hope. No, no, I'm serious. Elon like Musk a, with what has, with what weapon? Has no no weapon. Coding? No, no, a physical a fight, like a match. Like WWE? Yeah. So yes. Where? Elon Musk has In Vegas? Well, not yet. We don't know yet. But hold on, I'll tell you. I'll give you the details. Shut the fuck Elon up. You're Musk. Me. No, no, no. Okay, let me just tell you what happened. Elon Musk has challenged Mark Zuckerberg to a fight. And He's he said like I would fight him, lol, or uh, was something like that. Was and that a challenge? Okay, it, yeah, it was a challenge, like a match. <laughs> and um, Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> posted this screenshot of like the tweets, but he posted it on Instagram story, obviously. And then he wrote in big letters, "Send me a location." And then, like <gasps> people who are close to Mark confirmed that this isn't a joke, and he would. And now Elon, <laughs> he would. Like Elon, yeah, because Mark Zuckerberg has been like hardcore training jujitsu and he's like completed <laughs> a lot of like really difficult challenges in jujitsu. And then like Elon <laughs> is saying things like, My favorite move is just to like lay on somebody and just like I think he's just saying that he's so big compared to Mark, like it's not even like a fight. But jujitsu is the whole point of jujitsu. What I've also learned from Jordan Syed is that you can like you can be a, in small in stature, but your moves can take down some an opponent an opponent who is way bigger than you based on like your abilities and your like fucking moves. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, here's the thing. I am fully my money is one hundred percent on, on Mark, Mark Zuckerberg in this. Yeah. knowing that he's been training jujitsu. Yeah. Of course he's – what is Elon Musk doing? Oh, his fingers are very agile, like from yeah. fucking pressing the send button? Wait, so then Elon was like, 
proposing places essentially as like the octagon in Vegas. And oh, they said Vegas. Well, it's not a confirmed thing. He was just like sort of like Soho when he house. challenged him, he wrote LOL. <laughs> it's just so like unserious. And no, wait, is, I hope they do it. Please, please do it. Like the, the billionaires have gone wild. <laughs> yeah, they, they, because once you, I guess like, look, I guess once you have that much money and I think about, I can't even fathom, I can't even fathom it. I think that once you must have that much money, you, your senses must dull to such a extreme point that you need, you need it to just be, you just need something crazy. You know, he goes, this is, this is the, go to space. Just all of you go to space. Let me just tell you, you take care of the moon and we will be there soon. Elon Elon tweets, I'm sure Earth can't wait to be exclusively under Zuck's thumb with no other options. At least it will be sane. Was worried there for a moment. Somebody responded, better be careful, Elon. I heard heard he does jujitsu now. And Elon goes, I'm up for a cage match if he is, LOL. And Zuckerberg responded, took a screenshot. I'm up for a cage match if he is, LOL. And um, somebody responded to that saying like, LOL, I love you, Elon, but you better start training and then Zuckerberg screen like this screenshot wrote in huge like font. Look, send me a location. Oh my god! Wow, this is like South Park w- would have made this up. Yeah, like not literally. Like in, yeah, no. And then this somebody is- goes, "I've confirmed that Mark Zuckerberg is serious about fighting Elon Musk and is now waiting on the details if Musk decides to follow through." He won't. Uh, um, and then he goes. So Elon goes Vegas Octagon. <laughs> And then he goes, I have this great move that I call the walrus where I just lie on top of my opponent and do nothing. Oh, my God, please. I would pay. No, I I don't really want to pay for this, but I would watch it for free. I would one billion percent watch that. Billion. hundred percent. A hundred percent. I just don't think it'll ever happen, but I would love to see. I would love to see Zuckerberg just like everybody would be. Wanting Zuckerberg, not everybody, but there's a lot of Elon fans out there. No, no, no. I actually think they'd be pretty evenly matched if it really happened because there's like, because Elon, Zuck is terrible too. I mean, he's a fucking shithead. But like, I would like, for me, I'm like, okay, well, Zuckerberg is actually, I want the more strong one to win. Like to me, I want to see him show up with his face covered in sunscreen (laughs) in (laughs) in his board shorts or his wetsuit. And just like take Elon Musk down, like that would be wild, right? Because you know Zuckerberg actually has some physical strength that he's cultivated, and and Musk has probably only atrophied, if you had to guess. And then there was another really really funny meme where it was like two dogs fighting, and then like one dog like just not fight, not dog fighting, but like you know being, and then another dog just watching, and it's like Bezos <laughs> watching the two of them. Honestly, Bezos. Would I think beat? I actually think Zuckerberg and Bezos would be more evenly matched because Bezos clearly works out a lot. But regardless, I don't. This could be such a great TV show if they needed any money. I I, no right. It would be great for charity. Like if they wanted to do that, they could just give the charity. Um, this is a more entertaining. But they could do it also. (laughs) No, they should. They should just both like. Donate Whoever a shit loses ton of money. Should has to donate more. Yeah, right. Donate more. Whoever d- does it and then like fight for a good cause. I think that would be a great um, yeah. way to do this. But anyway. Let's submit it into the suggestion box on Twitter and Facebook and, and Amazon. I do just want to say, could you imagine if this was 
between i mean this isn't that like groundbreaking of a question but can you imagine if this was between two women like if Haley and like literally challenged selena to a bitch fight on um on twitter like it just would be so crazy did you ever you ever see that like famous scene on the kardashians when like um kim and courtney get into a massive fight like a physical fight um maybe that's how i picture (laughs) that's how i picture elon and mark i picture them sort of just like hitting each other like yeah that's what it basically was and they were just kind of holding each other's shirt well that's very funny hopefully we'll be blessed with such a thing Spring has sprung, and that means it's time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you're purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, new warm weather bedding, flight for that summer getaway. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code BETCHES when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code BETCHES. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code BETCHES. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competition for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios in Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant nearly 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Speaking of the Kardashians, we touched on this earlier. Kourtney Kardashian has at 44 announced she's pregnant, recreating the Blink-182 video and with it holding up a sign at his concert saying, Travis, I am pregnant. And she, obviously this wasn't like telling him because she was pretty um, far along in pictures after that. Um, but yeah, she's, she's preggers. I think that this was the best, most creative Kardashian announcement or Agreed. Kardashian like launch of something in so long and it was basically free. I know. It was great. It was creative. It was fun. It was viral, naturally. Funny. She looked really happy. Yeah. It, it didn't Playful. look like too contrived. Um, It was so smart and clever. Good for Courtney. I do think that like 30, and I've been guilty of saying this, that like 35 used to feel like the drop dead date for like having a baby. Like after that, it's a geriatric pregnancy. And like, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I got to do this before 35. I think that that number is that age is shifting back to 40 really, really quickly. And I am excited about it because I am 34 right now. 
and I don't <laughs> mind having um, some more years to think Hillary about Swank it. Swank just had twins. She's in her forties. Right. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, it's obviously like way harder. It is depends. it though? Like honestly, yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's harder. To but my question is like, be pregnant. Is, does it just? I'm sure it's harder to be pregnant. But my question is like, is the 35 age because? culturally people just weren't trying or wanting to have kids much later than that and now that there is like- i think it's based on the um like just the ability to conceive at that age and well, like ivf i'm saying is like a very well she said she's you know. done with ivf she said on the kardashians that she was done with ivf and um i'm saying in general not like her necessarily it's no it's possible i mean like it would be something to ask a obstetrician gynecologist but yeah, I mean, the older a woman is, it's harder also to hold a pregnancy. But so like, it definitely is more, is not as easy, but it's not impossible, obviously. And it's nice to see that like, it's sort of defying the social norm. Right. I Right. I agree. It is because I think that it was sort of like, just that was the, that was the propaganda out there. 35, get it done before then. And now I feel like, there's just more evidence that it is possible later. Yeah, and it is. And like, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited about it. Good for court. Loved her announcement. The only thing that I do think about is they're like kids. And I sort of, I don't know if this is like wrong and to be like a little negative about it. But I kind of feel a little bit bad for the kids of both of them, of both of their kids. Travis, I think, has two Obviously, Courtney has Mason, Penelope, and Rain. And it's almost like, okay, I'm so happy for my mom and I'm so happy for my dad to have found this like later in life. But like now they have to have this kid. Like we're not enough. Like you now have to have this kid like with him. Like is this not, you know, like I almost kind of feel like a little empathy for the children. Um, But maybe that's like a really negative thought pattern. (laughs) And maybe they're happy for their family to be expanding. Who knows? Well, honestly, like, I mean, I think that probably depends on like everyone's own personal family circumstances. For sure. I know that if I were to like have a sibling now, I would be pumped. Like I'd be like, let's get, let's get steps in here. Let's get, (laughs) let's get new ones in here. You know, let's keep doing it. But also- that I think depends on just how you feel about your family, how I who know I don't know the inner dynamics of their family at all. So I don't really Same. know how they would feel. But I do think there are probably situations where kids would feel bad, or maybe you feel a mix of both. I'm sure it is very yeah, normal to feel a complex. mix. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it I think either all of that aside, it's this is wild. Exciting. Like she's pregnant. I love it. Like pretty crazy because she said that they wanted to have and so everybody obviously knew in the family because she was far along like she had a significant bump in all the picks wonder when she's due we shall see and i wonder what they'll name oh my god not another name wait we published wait betches.com published an amazing article about like the list of potential baby names on like courtney's notes app and you all have to go read it right now. Go to Betches.com and read it because I was lol. I was LOLing. I need it to was read this. I didn't so see it. funny. Just 
go read it. It's like as if she had like a note, screenshot of notes app. And then it like kind of, ta- it kind of takes on some musings like, Oh, remind me to do this like kind of article on poosh. Like it's almost like it's in her voice. Please everybody go and read it right now. It's really funny. I'm really excited. I'm going to let's get that. Let's everything get this we've podcast been done. Everything so we've been it. writing on betches.com lately, obviously on purpose, but has been so good. Everybody go read betches.com. We have a lot more coming and just really excited about all of the creativity coming. Shout out to our, our new our new head of website, Katie Corvino. She Duh. has been she's been killing it. All right. Shall we talk about your favorite topic? Which one? Harry and Megan. They're not really my favorite topic, but we can quickly talk about them, yeah. Sort of. They are you are. They're definitely like one of my fascinations. Okay, fine. One not my, favorite topic. A fascination. They're, they're one of my trains coming through the station. <laughs> that is my my brain. <laughs> they're yeah. one of the trains. Okay, so basically, Spotify this week announced that they are cutting ties with Harry and Meghan and their archetypes podcast. Um, representatives for both Spotify and Archwell in a in their PR statement, said that they have mutually agreed to part ways, are proud of archetypes, and that serves as the first and only series as part of Archwell's podcast deal with Spotify. So basically, this comes after 12 whole episodes. Um, They were paid $20 million to make content with Spotify, or at least the contract was for $20 million. There's questions, I think, over whether they were paid the full amount because I think there were there were reportedly productivity metrics that they didn't um, hit. So I don't know if they ended up being paid the whole thing. But I mean, I doubt it. It's a, It was a multi-year partnership. And they only right. did one, one 12-episode season. season. I mean, okay. So their company has like 29 employees or something. And Arch-well. they arch well. And they apparently have had like 15 or so people leave in the past year. or And okay. There, so this there was other stuff that happened. Bill Simmons. Yes, I was going to say that. Yeah. So Bill Simmons, whose podcast, he's a big guy in like men's sports and entertainment media. And he has a podcast. His company, The Ringer, was acquired by Spotify. He became like a Spotify corporate person too. And he basically commented about the deal. And he was like, that they're, they're fucking grifters. They mm-hmm. didn't do anything that they were supposed to do and essentially like calls them out for like bilking Spotify out of this money. I mean, that was pretty, pretty controversial. Wild. There was one other thing that they had said in the that basically like Megan. So she conducted the interviews with all the like big stars, but the side interviews, like when they would have comments from experts, basically they were there was store a story that like Megan didn't conduct those interviews and it had been done by a producer, which I don't think necessarily is that uncommon, but in the context of how little else they did made it just seem like, Oh, it's not because you were like working so hard and you didn't have time. It's like that they, it's that they didn't really want to do anything. So, right. I, that's what, what I was, I, I was, um, yeah, I saw a headline about that. On on page six, which is obviously not like pro Megan, that was like Megan doesn't conduct any actual interviews and it's all pre-recorded and it's like not obviously like the possible because like I listened to a couple of those episodes yeah. and she's talking to like Serena Williams and Mariah Carey and yeah, it's um, like the additional commentary, like how you would have in a documentary movie, like you'd yeah, have a producer. She goes and yeah, does that separately. 
But I don't think that that's the issue. My understanding of it is that they were supposed to make more than just this one show. You know, they were supposed to produce mm-hmm. other content, even if they weren't necessarily the stars. They were supposed to be like behind the conception of the content. And they basically didn't, didn't do happen. anything. Well, it's like, okay, you have Ari Emanuel is her agent. So they have agency representation. But what is going what like I don't understand how if you have 29 employees, like how is you have people who could do stuff. Why is no one doing anything? Well, we don't actually know what happened. Like, we don't really know the details of why this partnership ended. There's clearly, like, a lot more. It wasn't just like, oh, we don't want to do anything. Okay, partnership over. We're mad at you. Like, clearly, it's there's more. But, um, and we don't know what it is. Like, for a deal to, to fall through like this. Can I um, speculate? <laughs> You know how you know how I feel about the speculation where we don't you know when you feel strongly when one feels strongly I don't feel about, strongly okay fine I just light, have spe- it's lights it's light just sort of my hunch okay my hunch is that they are very okay think about think about this like they want to be huge stars they want to be Taylor Swift level um, they but the way that they're going about it is like as if Taylor Swift only did things through the tabloids and she wasn't actually making any music to back it up and perpetuate the conversation and make things sort of move, progress her image, give herself like new angles to go on. So they're kind of wanting to be as big as Taylor Swift and as moving, swaying things in the way she is and have people like rooting for them, but they don't, actually want to make the music to <laughs> to like underlie it and to go to have but the what conversation do you think happened oh what do i my what i think happened is that they don't actually have the ability to produce anything i think that they harry don't have has ideas i think they don't have ideas i think megan's only ideas are how to like micromanage the image day to day and try to like look a certain way I think that they burn through employees and they burn through relationships in L.A. really, really quickly because they expect people to, from what I have allegedly read, do things for them for free, provide them with things for free. Mm-hmm. And they, I think they burn through relationships very easily. I think Harry – I think Harry is like Megan's – she's probably dragging him around like dead weight. He's in a world that he has no clue how to manage, yet he is the reason that they are famous. And he probably has – so it's like they have this deal because of Harry, technically, and he doesn't actually have any ideas because he does not know how to function in the real world. Plus the fact that they just have children, they're dealing with the day-to-day struggles of the drama and Harry going through sort of like this huge breakup with his family. I just don't see it as a functional situation where you're going to have two people who are going to be able to create a lot of really good content that's worth $20 million. So I think that that's really what happened. They just like weren't able to fulfill their role because they don't – they're not qualified and they're not making anything because they're not qualified. They can't make anything to move the conversation forward. So it's just like, oh, paparazzi chase. Right. Also like what conversation? Like what are – what is your whole thing about? Not like nothing. Right. Exactly. So that's what I think – 
And they don't have someone advising them because they burn through people too quickly. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them buttoned up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. Not only are they offering you an unbiased opinion, they're also professionals in the field and they know because you could be going through something and you'll have someone to talk through it, but you could also not be going through something. Things might arise and you don't even realize something is bubbling up. I'm really good at identifying it now, but when I was like very early in my therapy, I didn't really realize I had anxiety or it was really affecting my life. And I figured that out with a therapist and I realized how it was affecting my life. And it was just such a great experience. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash Betches. Ready to redefine your relationship with alcohol? Whether you're trying to cut back or just want to explore a non alcoholic alternative, Athletic Brewing is a game changer. They offer a variety of different full flavored brews with no alcohol, allowing you to sip and celebrate anytime and anywhere. Do you like hazy IPAs, sweet, fruity sours? Athletic Brewing has an assortment of non-alcoholic beers in almost any style you can think of. One thing I really like is a great Sunday brunch. And sometimes, you know, you kind of want to have a drink during it. But also it's Sunday and you kind of want to get your life together. That's the perfect occasion to have an Athletic Brew non-alcoholic beer. Athletic Brew is a variety of great tasting, award-winning non-alcoholic beers, including IPAs, Goldens, Extra Dark Brews, Sours, Hazies, and more. Many of which are only available online and for a limited time. They offer hassle-free delivery right to your door when you order at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic Brews Bebs, you can drink anytime, anywhere, and still go right back to whatever you were doing. It's a great fit for parenting, playing sports, watching sports, doing chores, late nights, and early mornings, so you can imbibe without worry. When you support Athletic, you support a company that cares. They're a certified B Corp and donate up to $2 million annually to protect and restore outdoor spaces around the globe through the Two for the Trails program. Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code BETCHES to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's B-E-T-C-H-E-S at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer. Exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company. Fit for all times. Okay, we're going to play a segment before we end the show. It's called Who Are We Stalking This Week? Yeah, we we invented this segment. (laughs) And we have a good... We were discussing this the other day and we both separately went on a deep dive of this person. Yes. And then came together to discuss at the same time, which is funny. Okay, Sammy, who are we stalking? So this stalk was inspired by something Bravo historian A.K. Sam Bush posted. She posted photos of Kyle Richards with this musician named Morgan Wade. And it's very interesting because she's just sort of like always with this musician a lot in the past year. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely been speculation about her and Mauricio's marriage. And like rumors of divorce. Rumors. Yeah, rumors. Rumors. And she po- she's been posting a lot of thirst traps. Yes. So I went on Kyle Richards' profile, and I noticed that she had not posted with Mauricio. I noticed the same thing. in the past, since 2022. November. And then you go back. And then even before that, there's not many. There's like November, and then there's like till like May or something. 
And but her then latest post, back. her latest post though was for Father's Day, and he was in it. But it was like a little bit of like a a, a, a awkward post. Like he's sort of sitting to the side from them, and she says she's grateful that our girls have such an incredible dad. Their captions used to be way more emphatic, lovey-dovey. And okay, so go back to like last summer. Kyle's not in any of these pics. Right, right. But go back to last summer. The okay. last photo from the summer. And then go back like a little more. There's so many photos with him. Right. There's like, they're all about like appreciation posts. Like, hub, mm-hmm. hubby. Like, we've been together a million years. Like, here's us in 1985. Like, there's all these photos with him regularly that she's been posting for so many years and now there's nothing and she's i don't know she's very much and her last father's day post she at the end of it she goes love you love bean right they used to call each other love bean haven't heard that in a while so and and she's in this carousel a few times right just the whole tone completely changed right right so but but mauricio if you go look at his posts he has posted her recently and he posted like kind of like a like one dedicated only to her at this like white party that they just threw in like the football stadium and they really upgraded the white party. I know. And the, he has posts of her. Meanwhile, she'll like post like dumps of like life lately <laughs> and it's none of him and a few of Morgan Wade. There's and Morgan Wade is everywhere. Everywhere. It's like more than Faye Resnick at this point. And she started posting Morgan more, like at, right after she stopped posting Mauricio. It's just interesting. The things are interesting. Things are interesting. The so things are interesting. So that's our new segment, Who Are We Stalking This Week? Um, yeah. Let us know what you think stalking of it. Let us know who you're stalking. DM us to let us know who you're stalking. Also, she's gone on this, like, fit journey, like, since that time, like, a little bit before then. And she's gotten, like, you know, everybody's, like, saying she's on Ozempic. She's saying she is not. She keeps saying in all the comments, like, I am not on it. I'm not on it. But she's posting a lot, like, a lot of, like, feeling herself bod pics. Her emphasis about not being on Ozempic combined with the overall changes mm. lead me to believe that it probably could be like a gym. It could be like a life stage slash okay. like change slash gym slimming out. Mm-hmm. But like, so like it just happened to coincide with Ozempic becoming very popular. Yeah. Like she, she did her Halloween movie and then she was in a lot of press and she did a lot of like sexy stuff. She's in an LGBT movie coming up, actually. And she was just I where I think it might be on her profile more recently. She's doing a lot more like sexy editorial shoots. And But do you think that's because she was like asked to do more? I guess she's probably her choice. I think she's she's saying yes to these things, right? So Yes. Oh. Taylor Fry, Kyle Richards, and Rick Cosnett starring in LGBTQ romance, The Holiday Exchange. That was on April 3rd, 2023. From the, um, it looks like Variety or Hollywood. Well, this all like, you know, brings us to a really good Beverly Hills whenever that's coming and season. And I am looking forward to it. I am too. I am too. Also buying Beverly Hills. 
and buying Beverly Hills. But I feel like we're not going to see anything there. I, I We might. We'll see. Um, are we sending anyone to the Caymans? I think we should send Elon Musk. <laughs> you want to send Elon Musk? Like, can I you mean, imagine him selling timeshares in the Caymans, like in his red shirt? <laughs> Like with a name tag, Elon. I can imagine him with no shirt. Like well, just like, but he has to wear the shirt to sell the, the things, and he has to wear a name tag that says Elon. Can you imagine him <laughs> like Economy Plus? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay, we can send he'd, Elon. Like tweet, so he'd be like so entertaining on Twitter. <laughs> okay, fine, fine, fine. We can send Elon. Elon's going. Elon's going. I think Elon's going. Bye. And Elon. I have a very good rating review. Of who Ooh. we're sending, hypothetically, first class. Not realistic, guys. Not real. But hypothetically, in your dreams, um, you will be sent by us, first class, on a vacation. And we're going to say where you're going because you've asked for it. Okay. This comes from Corona Brides Unite. She posted the other day this week. She wrote, Betches are the best. I started as a Betches bride in 2019. And now I am in love with the whole Betches brand and all of their podcasts. I'm a DST back for seconds and you up with benefit subscriber and never miss an episode of oversharing. Like true fan. Fucking love it. This podcast is funny, relatable, and gives us all the pop culture fix we need. Listening to Sammy Aileen and Jordana. Well, it says Jordan's butt, whatever. Jordan <laughs> is like hanging with your ladies on a girl's night in PS going into labor any day now. Thanks for all the advice on Betches Moms, Aileen. And I would love to be sent to a hypothetical on a hypothetical trip to Barcelona with some faux pas on hand. This sounds like somebody on our team wrote this, but I promise you we did <laughs> I mean, Barcelona, we've we've been to Barcelona together. Oh, we have. That was fun. We will come with you to Barcelona this time. I could really use some... All go together, have a great time, have some jamon. <laughs> jamon. Jamon, whatever. Jamon. These, wait, these reviews are so I have nice. a 10 p.m. dinner where I will pass out at the table. Oh, um, yeah. So late. But it's so fun. Do you want to go? Oh, so we'll take so you. We'll take you first class, hypothetically. You're really and- making Spain sound appealing right now. We'll go with Larry Baldwin. And thank you so much for leaving us such a nice review. First, that's literally the the primary reason why we share these things and have fun with it because we really, really appreciate the good reviews and hearing from our fans who love the show. And also, we even appreciate hearing your feedback when you're mad at us. There was someone who wrote me a whole note (laughs) hoping that I would consider um, taking the feedback of not interrupting people and not being so emphatic about my opinions. And I do just want to say, I am trying to take that feedback. It is something I've been working on my whole fucking life and I'm still working on it. And I take your feedback seriously. You know, if I could stop, trust me, I would. <laughs> can stop, will stop. <laughs> we'll, we'll continue to try to stop. Can, can stop, will try to stop. <laughs> continue. More. We'll, do, we'll continue to do the inner work to stop. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. That's, That's exactly That's what I'm working on. But just want to emphasize that we really care about you guys and we create the show for you and we love reading how you feel about it, when it's, especially when it's positive. And also when you DM. When there's a DM and it's like a follow-up or like... A nice follow-up. A comment. Yeah. I mean, I don't really get mean follow-ups. I'll be honest. No, I mean like Like, a nice, fun thing to read. Right, right. Yes. It's like, or I thought of you. I thought you'd be interested. I'm like, oh, how do you know me? Yes. Thank you. I know you. Yeah. I get so many. I used to get... Well, when Succession was on, I would get like so many like they're casting this like this person go now. They're casting for dogs. They're casting for... um, for what are they called? Extras. Aileen, go to the city. <laughs> and I appreciated you. that. We um, here for you. We here for you. Um, so if anybody's going to the UP show tomorrow in New York, we will see you. Otherwise, that is it for this week's At Betcha's podcast. You can follow me 
at Aileen. I'm at Sammy. And be sure to, like we said, leave us that review, leave us that five-star rating, and subscribe and tell all of your friends how much you love the show. It's such a fun, light thing to listen to when you're on your way to work or just getting ready for work at your own home. So we'll see you next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, Rebecca Sosmacat, and Aliza Zim. Editing by Basilio Perez. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.